At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The first look at betting next week's games in the NFL. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right. Second hour of the opening lines here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Had a lot of fun here. Coming up in, what, 30 minutes from now, Dan Saley's going to be with us, get his thoughts on all the games that he attacked on these opening lines at Circa, right where we're at right here. Let's talk a little college football, Matt Humans. I mentioned going out into the second hour, there is a top 10 team that is one of the worst offenses in the country. This top 10 team, uh-huh. and expected <clears throat> points added per play on offense, 113th in the country. Wow. Market's all over them this week, though. At least the Sharps early on. Mm. Iowa. Iowa Hawkeyes. Yep. They open up as a pick against Penn State. This bad boy now uh-huh. up to three with a total of 41.5. Circus still at 2.5, so not a massive bump here. Uh, 67 also out there, too. So some raging totals right now. 67, 69, whatever's on the screen. But regardless, I, you know, I'm not surprised given the strong home field advantage right at Iowa. You mentioned this off the, mm-hmm. off the air. Really strong home field. College football, you can talk more about home field being worth about that three points, maybe even more. So even a number in a move like this, yeah. two and a half, still says that Penn State-Iowa might be equals on a neutral field. But the way that this offense has looked, combined with when, when you hear turnover luck, it sounds like oh, they don't deserve it. But the turnover luck that they have gotten up to this point, a, an average turnover of differential per game of plus 2.4. And this Iowa team now gets one of the best defenses they're going to face here in yeah. Penn State. I'm not going to get caught up in the numbers with the Iowa Hawkeyes because I do this every year. <laughs> I underestimate Iowa every year. You look at Iowa on paper, you look at the personnel, you look at the numbers, you say, this offense stinks. And Iowa wins eight, nine, ten games and finds a way to win games like this. This is a black and blue Big Ten football game. 
Penn State and Iowa, it's going to be a slugfest. I would say if you can grab three with Penn State, grab it, because I think these teams are equals on a neutral, and this is a type of game that's going to go down to, it could be a 17-16 type of game, JVT. Yep. I, I might even look under the total of 42, which Circa has out there right now. I see 41.5 and 42 on the screen. I think 42.5, which was the opener, definitely too high uh, for these two teams. We saw Penn State shut out Indiana. It was 24-0 last night. That Indiana offense has got problems too. But Spencer Petrus and the Hawkeyes, they don't hit for big plays. Iowa football, you have to respect it. It's all about defense, special teams, creating turnovers. Right now, uh, plus two turnovers per game. Plus 2.4. 2.4. Is their turnover differential Turnover margin is outstanding. Yeah. A lot of that helped by Tua and the Maryland Terrapins yes. on the, <laughs> before the weekend. <laughs> Until the but, end. Uh, Until was the six turnovers by, by yep. Maryland in that game? But, yeah, it was uh, not very good. Iowa, but, Iowa just plays fundamental football. Kirk Ferentz, that's why he's the longest-tenured head coach in college football, 20-plus years, 22 or 23 years. He's, these guys win year after year after year, even when you don't know why. You look at the stats. You look at the personnel. They just do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not disrespecting the Hawkeyes here, but I would – I think points are going to be a premium, and I would probably like to play Penn State plus three. This is the biggest test for Iowa, too. Their schedule has been uh, not very daunting. You to beat the crap out of Indiana, who we know who the Hoosiers well, are now at this point. very impressive win at Iowa State when you're talking yes. about Iowa. Well, and, that's, yeah. and that's the strongest one. But then after that, we're talking about Kent State, Colorado State, who they, who they struggled with, mm-hmm. and then Maryland uh, on Friday night that they just played. So Penn State, again, the opener there. Penn State, we should know, too, coming off of that 24 to nothing shutdown of Indiana themselves. So they're in pretty good form. But this one opened pick with a total of 43.5 Iowa up to as high as minus 3 in that game. So there's a lot of good Big Ten matchups, uh, but let's go to the Big 12 because this is like the narrative, the rivalry, all of these things. And not for long will we see the Red River rivalry. Can't call it the shootout anymore. In the Big 12, Oklahoma coming off of a 37-31 win over K-State. Don't cover. It's a 12.5 point favorite. Texas, 32-27 over TCU. They get the win and cover. Oklahoma opens up on these openers a 3-point favorite. Right now on the board, I'm looking at uh, Oklahoma three and a half with a total of sixty three and a half. So a slight bump in favor of them. Not real move on the total. What's the read? Because this is the difference now in a game like this. Humans one, it's a neutral, obviously, and two, Oklahoma has not been covering, but they've been playing big numbers. We're talking about what nearly seventeen points against West Virginia. You're talking about the twelve and a half against Kansas State. All those big numbers that they have failed to cover. This is a much different number and a much different task for them against a team like Texas. I'll probably be looking to take the points with the Longhorns yep. here. Uh, you know, Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma quarterback, was hearing the boos last week. He came out, he was very efficient in the win at Kansas State, 22 of 25. I thought he played pretty well, but the Oklahoma defense is not very good. No. And uh, they actually got lit up. I know one score was on special teams, but 37 31 at K State uh, with Skyler Thompson back at quarterback, which does make a big difference for K State. Uh, this Oklahoma offense has been out of sync. And uh, it's just not what we've seen in recent years where you have the big play wide receivers, the quarterback who's uh, you know, extending plays and uh, making big plays down the field. Spencer Rattler's not a Heisman candidate. I know he was the favorite not long ago. He's not even a candidate, okay? Mm-hmm. Forget it. He's not going to be the number one pick in next year's draft. What? The Sooners are begging to be beat. They're begging to be exposed they are. by somebody. And I think Texas is a team to do it. And uh, I will say that because I think Texas is a much better coached football team now with Steve Sarkissian and his staff. And if, uh, if you watch the Longhorns, aside from that really um, poor performance and a blowout loss at Arkansas, Texas has been pretty solid week in and week out. And I think Sarkissian's going to have a good game plan here. 
Lincoln Riley three and one in this rivalry in this uh, rivalry against Texas. They've all been close games. The wins were by five, seven, and eight points. Those were Oklahoma teams with a lot more firepower. I think this game, this type of game that could come down to a field goal, give me anything at more than three with Texas, and I'll take it. All right, let's move on to another Big Ten matchup because you talk about teams that, that have been playing better, right? Especially since we saw them early on in the season. Mm-hmm. Didn't look like it was going to get any lower than what Nebraska put out there against Illinois to start the year, right? right? Adrian Martinez looked awful. Scott Frost looked lost. Well, don't look now, but the Nebraska Cornhuskers have covered four consecutive games. They've won all four of them, but they've covered all four of them. Mm-hmm. They're coming off of a beatdown in Northwestern, 56-7. to They're an 11.5-point favorite there. Take care of business. Game goes over the total. Michigan, on the other hand, this was an interesting line-moving story as Wisconsin eventually goes off as a favorite against Michigan, but the Wolverines take care of business and eat Graham Mertz in that offense. It's, it's atrocious to watch Mertz had a really good TD drive uh, at the end of the first half. His second quarter was kind of a breakthrough. Yep. But then he left the game with an injury. Yep. But this offense is challenged for Wisconsin. But regardless, this isn't about Wisconsin. This is about Michigan, who won that one 38-17 as a small underdog. Game goes over the total, and now Michigan and Nebraska will meet. We saw this open. Michigan is a one-point favorite with a total of 53.5. Right now, here at Circa, we're looking at Michigan. Land, what do I got here on my screen? Three? three. Yep. A couple three-and-a-halves out there. I think this is a lot of respect for Nebraska. And I know the Cornhuskers are playing a lot better. And uh, they, they pr- had a great shot to beat Michigan State on the road. Uh, the previous week. Uh, but Michigan really impressed me in the win at Wisconsin because that was a great spot for the Badgers to bounce back at home with that defense. And uh, what happened? Wisconsin made mistakes. Michigan capitalized. Jim Harbaugh showed uh, a willingness to actually yep. throw the ball downfield. Michigan uh, actually stretched the field with some vertical passing. I think the defense is better for Michigan. I like the coordinator. By the way, John Harbaugh sent the coordinator to Michigan from the Baltimore Ravens. He's doing a nice job with that defense. This is not this is a much better Michigan team than we've seen in recent years. The teams that got embarrassed by Ohio State. I think Michigan's improved. I was really surprised this number was anything less than three. And I even think Michigan minus three at Nebraska is showing uh, Nebraska a lot of respect. Yeah. I was kind of surprised by this too. Nebraska yeah. has been playing well, but that's what happens. You when a team is covering consecutively, like Nebraska does, power rating gets a little bit shorter than it should be, and ultimately there's a spot to get in there and sell high against a team like Nebraska, and that could ultimately be the case. All right, from there, let's go to the SEC. So Alabama, Ole Miss, a lot of hype around that matchup. Yeah. Ole Miss just gets out physical. It was a, it beat them, they beat them up pretty bad in terms of just the physicality for Alabama, forty-two to twenty-one. Let's talk about the Alabama side really quickly, just quickly. They were a 15-point favorite there with a total of 79.5. Game goes under. Now they open up as a 16-point favorite against Texas A&M. Uh, I loved the uh, slugging of this on the Fox broadcast today. Alabama faces a massive test on the road against Texas A&M, <laughs> okay. who just lost to Mississippi State 26-22 and has some massive offensive concerns here. How high does this number get? Is it 17.5 the peak? We're already starting to see 18 here at Circa. Yeah, I said a couple years ago on Beeson, two or three years ago, I thought Jimbo Fisher was the most overrated coach in college football, and a Texas A&M fan got really upset with me. He's um, amazing. <laughs> I, I love to bet against A&M in uh, big spots uh, like the Aggies ran the previous week against Arkansas. Yep. Uh, and I'll, I'll be fair about this too, but when Haynes King went down, the starting quarterback, I knew Texas A&M was going to be a bet against him. Yeah. As soon as I saw the backup quarterback, Zach Calzada, play because he, he can't make plays. Uh, so A&M's got a lot of problems here. I, I'm a little bit surprised that Matt Metcalf at Circa opened this number at 16, Alabama 16, because Metcalf did a great job. He probably was sitting back Saturday smiling. He had to be really happy Mm -hmm. that Alabama just blew the doors off Ole Miss because last week Metcalf opened the number Alabama 20. 
against Ole Miss. It's bet down all the way to 14. Guess who had the right number? Matt Metcalf had it right. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure he was smiling about that. So he actually opened Alabama a little bit on the low side on this game against Texas A&M. I would have opened this at least 17. And uh, I see right now Circus at 18. Yes, yeah, so right now Texas A&M, to your point about how bad this offense has been, uh, 83rd in the country offensively in terms of expected points added per play. It just hasn't. The quarterback play has been absolutely awful. Uh, taking a loss like that, JBT, too. Texas A&M had trouble scoring against Colorado. Right. Right, they needed their touchdown in the last two and a half minutes yeah. to get it done. When that game what was a ten to seven was the final score there, um, and and a loss to a Mississippi State team that is uh, far from impressive at this point in the year. It's a pretty bad one there. All right, well, and well, on the other side too, I think there's a pretty interesting spot because two teams that were in really big spots this last weekend now face one another. Arkansas, Ole Miss, I think is a pretty fascinating game from how these two teams handle it. Right, Georgia shuts out Arkansas thirty-seven to nothing. We talked about the forty-two twenty-one final there. Ole Miss opens up as a two-point favorite against Arkansas. And uh, the board right now, I've got on my screen up to five with a total of 66 in favor of the Rebels. Yeah, let's talk about that game with uh, Dan Saley, too, because yep. he likes to break down the psychology of teams, kind of like Wes Reynolds likes to play Dr. Phil with yeah, these teams. Of course. Uh, this is a game where where are the heads going to be at For on both the sides of the Razorbacks and the Rebels? I mean, they, these teams just took beatings. They went into hyped games over the weekend in the SEC as big dogs and just got their teeth knocked in. So... How do you handicap the Razorbacks and the Rebels after performances like that? Who's going to be the more resilient team? We'll ask Dan Saley about that in about 20 minutes uh, when he joins us. Yeah, man. Uh, from the gun, the Arkansas Razorbacks looked like they were uh, shaking this in their like boots. a tired team. They got ambushed, and they had nothing. had no response. All right, we continue rolling with college in the National Football League here on the opening lines of Decent. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. 
Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with Some everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season, you know what? No. Make every season your best sports betting season ever. How about that? VSIN free trial is up right now. VSIN.com slash subscribe. You're getting everything we offer 24 7 video stream and much more. Plus, we got two guides coming out NHL, NBA. Get ready for every single sport and get ready for the best season ever. That's your betting season. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Only 22 bucks a month. All right. Now, we would love to talk about the opening lines for the wild card games in Major League Baseball, but this is a football show. Man. This is a football show. It's going to be a great week in baseball. Tune in to the Edge tomorrow at 1 o'clock Pacific. We'll have some baseball talk in tomorrow's show. Can't Plenty wait. of football as well, but, man, a dynamic ending to the baseball season, which we will uh, talk about tomorrow. So much drama. All right, let's rattle through them really quickly. Opening Actually, lines it's just getting week. started. Oh, how I know. great are these wild cards and these baseball playoffs going to be? All no, right, let's run down. Yeah, I was going to say, you're getting me excited. I can't do it. NFL Week 5. All right. Los Angeles Rams, Seattle Seahawks. We'll just start at the top of the rotation and rip through these really quickly. Rams, look ahead, one with a total of 53. Still one. The total is up to 54. Uh, I don't care. Seahawks got a win today. That's great. It was against, um, uh, wow, why am I blanking? Trey Lance. Niners. Yeah, and the, and, the, and the 49ers. Still think the secondary has issues, and the Rams are shooting themselves in the foot consistently in that loss to Arizona. Man, this is a tough handicap here. Yeah. I, I don't know if the right number is Rams minus one or Seahawks minus one. I, th- I think as... Beeson, Vinny would say, we're going to toggle uh, on this number. It, you can see the favorite flip throughout the week, and some books might have different favorites. Uh, the Seahawks, Russell Wilson avoided his first three-game losing streak within a season in his NFL career yep. today. The Seahawks uh, were pretty impressive offensively. Man, the Rams, I'll tell you what, JVT, the Rams got some problems on defense too. Give up they, a lot of big plays today. They, they do have two of the best, two of the elite defensive players in the league, and Aaron Donald – Jalen Ramsey. And Jalen Ramsey. But that defense has uh, got some issues today, and Kyler Murray and the Cardinals exposed that. And, hey, look, Russell Wilson's very similar quarterback to Kyler yeah. Murray. So it might not be a matchup that favors the Rams, but, um, yeah, I, I don't think you're going to have too many arguments on the number. It's going to be one pick minus one the other way. That's the right number. Wake up early on Sunday because you get a 6.30 a.m. Pacific, 9.30 a.m. Eastern kick. The Atlanta Falcons and the New York Jets, they are in London. Jets coming off of their first win of the season. They take it to the Tennessee Titans, get a win in overtime. Falcons blow it at the end of their game against Washington. God, that is still an aggravating loss. A 30-yard <laughs> touchdown to J.D. McKissick in the waning seconds to uh-huh. allow Washington to win that game and cover as a one-and-a-half-point underdog at home. Atlanta three-and-a-half on a neutral with a total of 44. Yeah, this game's in London. Like you said, wake up early. I think it's going to be 6.30 a.m. West Coast time, right? Yep. Seven Can't time. wait. Right in my... Right in my wheelhouse. It's hard to make the Falcons more than three-point favorites against anybody, but yep. this is anybody. The, the <laughs> Jets and the Jaguars are the definition of anybody, so I think 
Are you going to see Falcons three and a half or four all week on this? What do you think of the total? 44. Uh, did Zach Wilson show you enough today that you think the Jets offense might start to show some life? No. If you watched what Zach Wilson did today, it was taking shots downfield, some desperation he's in trying to take advantage of broken plays by the mm-hmm. Tennessee Titans. Uh, that was a lot of the damage that he did there against Tennessee. That's not sustainable. Now, thing is, this is a secondary that might give those things up to you. If you watch the uh, touchdown to Terry McLaurin at the end of that game, <laughs> that was absolutely atrocious. But I don't think those will happen multiple times. We should note that the Jets, uh, Brandon Eccles, ruled out with a concussion today. Defensive back Gerard Wilson is being evaluated for a head injury this week, too. That's a really thin department for that Jets team already. Miami on the road against Tampa Bay. Buccaneers already up to a 10-point favorite with a total of 49.5. This is now, uh, I would assume, once the statistics spare it out, the worst offense in the National Football League by a yards per play standard of the Miami Dolphins. Lost today to the Indianapolis Colts at 4.1 yards per play. Now that bad offensive line has to match up with the defensive line of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, we talked about this the first hour, too. Tom Brady missed Gronk out there tonight. Yep. You can see the uh, Buccaneers offense had some issues, especially in uh, third-down situations where Brady didn't have his go-to tight end. Uh, the Dolphins, they have a lot more problems than the Bucks have. There's no doubt about that. And I think uh, the, you're going to see 10s. Uh, on this uh, on this game throughout the week, Tampa Bay a ten point favorite. The Buccaneers are going to look to get right offensively against the Dolphins, sort of the way they did against the Falcons a few weeks ago at home. Yep, Carlton Davis, cornerback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, went down to or was ruled out today. You know that's one thing too. I, I don't yep. know how much faith you have in the Dolphins to put points on the board, forty nine and a half. But most teams are going to be able to put points on the board against this uh, Tampa Bay defense. Now, the Patriots didn't do it tonight because the Patriots couldn't run the ball. At all tonight. They really had, well, they have minus one yard, I think, net rushing mm-hmm. in the game tonight. And um, it was raining. And you got to take the elements into consideration, too. But this game's going to be in Tampa Bay. You would assume pretty good weather. Most teams are going to be able to put up. The Falcons did it. Yep. The Falcons did it against the Bucs. Uh, so I would look over in most Buccaneers games because this defense, especially on the back end, is bad. Real quick, Carlton Davis, Antoine Winfield, Jamel Dean, Curtis Riley, Sean Murphy Bunting, all defensive backs dealing with some sort of injury. Two of those bad. guys, yep. Murphy Bunting, Curtis Riley on IR. Carlton Davis questionable, as is Antoine Winfield, bad Jamel Dean. banged up, JBT. Yep. And Didn't not only play. that, you sign Richard Sermon off the street, and three days later he's on the field as a starter. Yep, very true. Yeah. Another banged up secondary because J.C. Horn was, looked to be a pretty good prospect for Carolina. They had to go get C.J. Henderson because of his injury. They lose today to the Dallas Cowboys in a very big way. Four-point favorite at home against the Philadelphia Eagles with a total of 46.5. I might look at the Eagles here. Uh, Eagles' offense can move the ball. Jalen Hurts is going to be able to make plays. I hate this uh, the way the Philly defense is playing right now, but mm-hmm. again, you have to take into account they just faced the Cowboys and the Chiefs, two of the most explosive offenses in the NFL, two of the – most difficult offenses to contain in terms of the passing game. That's not really going to be the case here with Carolina. Well, and, he, and with no Christian McCaffrey out, out of the backfield as a threat, I think the Eagles are going to have it a little bit easier uh, this week. And maybe four is the number that gets me on the underdog here. Interesting matchup here, too. Eagles run a lot of zone defense. And the Sam Darnold-led Panthers, they like to get the ball out quick. That's not a recipe for right. success against his own defense. It keeps everything in front of them. Three-step drops and out of your hand is going to mm-hmm. lead to a lot of short passes and a lot of incompletes, too. New Orleans. By the way, we talked yeah. about it too the Carolina defense, not as good as the numbers indicated through three games. It's still a good defense. Yep. But the Cowboys were able to uh, move the ball today. Uh, New Orleans uh, on the road against Washington, the football team. Uh, open pick on the look ahead. Now we're looking at one in some spots or pick in others. So it looks like this is going to toggle back and forth between those two. 
Washington got a win today, but still less than impressive as Matt Ryan threw four touchdowns against that really bad secondary. I don't have no idea what to do with this oh, with this game. Can't believe they won. You don't know what you're going to get out of the Saints from week to week. Yep. Hot, cold, hot, cold, and um, the Washington football team. Who knows? So. Uh, I think the right number here is probably Saints minus one or one and a half on the road. Tennessee Titans, a team that was laying seven and a half at one point this week against the New York Jets, and they're banged up wide receiver core, and they're top-heavy. I think Jeff Benson mentioned that. They're not very deep. Well, now they're only a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, with a total of 48-and-a-half. Jacks, that close on Thursday night, but ultimately can't get it. And Urban Meyer, too busy partying with co-eds maybe to focus? I don't know. You think Urban Meyer is going to be the topic of some of the hot take shows tomorrow? Maybe. My hot take, he was trying to get fired. He's like, please, you just fire so? me. Fire me so I can take the USC job or whatever. Uh, Jacksonville, so close to that win at Cincinnati on uh, Thursday night. As close the, as Urban Meyer was to that blonde in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Jags have had extra rest. They're at home. You would think it's a pretty good spot here to take Jaguars plus four or four and a half. I don't know if I could get on that side. I see anywhere from three and a half to four and a half on the screen on this game. Uh, I, you know what? I just got burnt with the Lions in the contest today. I, I'm not. I'm not playing the Jags here. So make make the number a little bit higher. Uh, I think it's Tennessee four is the right number. You can't get on that side. Urban Meyer can get on the back side of that blonde lady though. Detroit at Minnesota Vikings eight and a half with a total of forty nine here. Vikings of course losing fourteen to seven in a very very unimpressive performance against the Cleveland Browns. I was disappointed in the Minnesota offense. I really thought the Vikings could run the ball better. Yep. I thought they would have a lot more success against the Browns defense, even though I do respect the Browns defense. I, I do think that the Vikings uh, defensively showed me what I expected today. I thought the Vikings were going to do a pretty good job of containing Baker Mayfield and that Browns offense. One thing the Browns can do is run the ball. Vikings held them to 14 points and had a shot to tie it up late. I thought the officiating in that game was uh, ridiculously bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, hey, that's going to happen in the NFL. Yep. I, I, the right number here, first of all, with the Lions getting blown out by the Bears today, and that was a blowout, even though the final was 24-14, that, game was, that was a 21 nothing game. Mm-hmm. With the Lions getting blown out, you've got to pump this number up a little bit on the Vikings side to get anybody to think about taking the Lions so I think eight and a half, eight, eight and a half is the right number, and the Vikings are going to be really popular on teasers. Really quickly, because we're going to get to this after we talk um, and a little bit with um, Dan Saley. Uh, but two big things in terms of quarterback injury news, if you weren't with us earlier, if you hadn't noticed, one, Jimmy Garoppolo, of course, injured, and we'll see if he's going to be available. Calf injury for him. Teddy Bridgewater was also knocked out of that game against the Baltimore Ravens. Drew Locke had to take over for the second half, and we'll see if that's going to result in anything. But that matters because this looks like an ugly game offensively on paper. Denver and Pittsburgh Steelers are one-point favorite with a total in 2020 of 40 and a half. Well, 21, you, actually, huh? If you watch Drew Locke play today and you watch the Steelers' defense, you think this game's going to be like 20 to 17 at most. So <laughs> That's a shootout. When it, when if you, if you pop teams. a 41 up there, 41's a key number in totals. If you pop that up, I'm playing under 41 in Broncos-Steelers. And I think this is actually going to be a type of get-right spot for the Steelers. I kind of like the Steelers here as one-point home fake. Amateur psychologist Dan Saley is going to be with us. We'll talk about all of the games that he bet on, but fascinating spot for Ole Miss and Arkansas. Two beatdowns, two mental shakedowns. How they bounce back against each other? Dan will have the answer.
This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. JVT, I've got something here I've, I've been wanting to tell you for a long time. Okay. VSN is now available 24 7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember, you can also watch us 24 7 on Fubo TV Sling. And Xfinity X1, visit vcin.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to vcin. They're going to tell me that we were best friends. Been waiting for it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's bring in a friend of the show, Dan Saley. Nice to give some time. Professional handicapper likes to attack these Circa openers. All right, Dan, so I know we got a list of your plays, and I'm glad one of these... Uh, this game is on there. Did you because... just call him Dave? No, I said Dan. Oh, I, okay. I said Dan. Okay. Uh, if I said Dave, I said Dave. That's what I thought you said Dave. Well, uh, I was about to say something else. Uh, regardless, <laughs> Dan, let's talk about Mississippi and Arkansas because I think this is pretty fascinating from a psychology standpoint. You had Arkansas just get their teeth kicked in by Georgia. Ole Miss in a similar fashion. But these are two teams coming off of some pretty bad spots now facing one another. So how does this work in terms of the situation for both of these clubs? Well, that's exactly right. I'd say Ole Miss and Arkansas, they took their beatdowns yesterday. But I think Ole Miss can go back to being an offensive juggernaut. They've got Matt Corral. He's, he's still a legit Heisman candidate. I'm not convinced, though, that Arkansas's quarterback, KJ Jefferson, is, KJ Jefferson, is 100% healthy. In you know, Arkansas, they have a balanced attack, but it's the threat of Jefferson running that opens up the passing game for them. And if he's not 100%, that's going to be a problem. I, I think before yesterday's games, I would have had Ole Miss favored a, by five or six points. So when the line opened up minus two, and I wasn't fast enough, I got three. I, I thought that was the, the right play. Uh, I know Arkansas has had some success in the recent past playing Ole Miss, but that high-flying attack from Ole Miss I think is going to uh, still win the day. I think you're probably looking at an eight- or nine-point win if Arkansas can get back to the way they were before Georgia manhandled them. Yeah, it's it's a fascinating matchup for me because uh, Arkansas's physical running attack, they should be able to move the ball in the Mississippi defense, but at the same time, uh, I'm not sure from what I've seen in the Arkansas offense against Georgia, uh, if K.J. Jefferson's not healthy, if they can match scores with Matt Corral in a game like this. And and uh, Dan, like the, the question he asked you, how do you look at the psychological? Are both these teams, like you said, just took the beat down? So are you just guessing if you're trying to trying to predict which team is going to be more resilient in this spot? Because you would think it's going to be the home team, right? You would think it's going to be Ole Miss. Well, I, there's, there's a mental beatdown, and then there's a physical beatdown. Uh-huh. And, 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 and we've talked about that many times, right? The team, you fade the teams that played Alabama the week before or you know any of the big, big teams because physically they just got crushed. I think in this particular case, the physical beatdown is going to be worse for Arkansas because they had to face Georgia which is the baddest defense in the land. And so I think physically, they're going to be hurting. Mentally, I think both of them can chalk it up and say, okay, we ran into Buzzsaw, the best two teams in all of college football, and and it's not even close. So I I don't know if mentally it's going to be that bad, but I think physically, Arkansas is going to have trouble. All right, Dan Saley with us, college football handicapper at Bad Beat Bros. He bets all these circa college football openers, not all of them, but – he bets several college football openers at Circa when they go up at 11 a.m.s, 11 a.m. on Sundays. All right, 389, 390 on the rotations, Arkansas, Mississippi. Right above that, Alabama, Texas A&M. You hit Alabama at minus 16. Circa's up to 18 on this game, Dan. That's right, Matt. And I tell you what, I would bet every game if I could. But when 
the games open at 11 a.m. on Circa, it's kind of like the scene at the end of Trading Places where they're on the, the stock exchange floor trying to buy and sell uh, frozen orange <laughs> futures. I remember, yeah. And it's just buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. And my fingers and my phone cannot go fast enough to try to get all these. A, a lot of times, you know, the lines have just moved past where I want before I can get them. I, I wish I could freeze time and bet all of them. But yes, Alabama is one of those teams where I have to go to that number first and bet them because I know the betting market is going to hit that later. And whether I even love the number or not, I know I can have a chance to go back and try to middle it. So when it opened 16, which I didn't mind at all, I definitely hit it. I would say Bama got that wake up they needed two weeks ago at Florida. Yesterday, they just did not overlook Ole Miss at all. In fact, I think they solved whatever schematic problem they had had last year when they allowed Ole Miss to score 48. The game yesterday was not competitive. Uh, if you want to beat Bam, if you want to take them down, number one, you got to be at home. Number two, you have to give them your best shot. And number three, got to have some good luck. Unfortunately, A&M is simply not in a position to do that. They're at home, but the problem is the offense. They just can't generate enough yards or points. They only had 297 yards yesterday. Calzada threw for only 135 with one touchdown and one interception. That, that's not going to cut it. You know, the one thing they can do is run the ball. But since Bama only gives up 3.16 yards per carry, this is a uh, tall hill to climb for, for A&M. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to happen. Right. I like it. Dan Saley with us at Bad Beat Bros up on Twitter. Uh, all right, let's stay in the SEC then. Uh, Georgia, Dan, 14-point favorite at the yeah. Open, up to 14-and-a-half. What's the read here? Because this Bulldogs team, when you watch them, they have such an overwhelming advantage, it seems, of both lines of scrimmage, and they're so physical, and you saw that in a big way against Arkansas. Not much movement in this number, yeah. from 14 to 14-and-a-half, and you laid 14, Dan. Well, actually, what happened was, this, is, this blew me away. It opened 16, okay, and I hit 16, and I was – shocked that it moved down to 14. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I, I guess people will have that recency bias of watching Auburn beat LSU last week. So they actually dropped it down to 14. I hit it again at 14, and amazingly, it went down to 13 and a half. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of Auburn backers. Now it, it went back up to 14, 14 and a half now. I assume that number will climb. This is it. Georgia is the best team in football, and it's mm-hmm. because of the defense. They're only allowing a measly 3.38 yards per play. This is amazing. Uh, their specialty stopping the run, only giving up 2.3 yards a carry. Georgia's only giving up four points a game. Now, Auburn has a great defense, and they have a fantastic running game. And Bo Nix, he had some Superman moments last night, <laughs> but he has been wildly inconsistent otherwise. I don't think they're going to be able to run on Georgia. So that means Nix is going to have to carry the team. And I don't think he can. Last year, Georgia beat them 27 to 6. This year's Georgia team is better. I made the number Georgia minus 18. I like it all day. Until, until someone does anything to Georgia with a backup quarterback, no less. Yeah, they're going right. to beat it down. Dan Saley with us. Follow him at Bad Beat Bros on Twitter. Uh, Auburn, big win at uh, Baton yeah. Rouge last night. And, uh, yeah, no, no, no question about it. And LSU on the road now as a three three and a half point favorite at Kentucky. Uh, Dan, it looks like you bet Kentucky at minus one on the opener here at Circuit, right? That's right. Now I, I thought Kentucky's a three point favorite. Did I miss something? Uh, sorry, Kentucky three or three and a half point favorite over LSU. Oh, okay. Yes, there we yeah, go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, you know Kentucky is 
tough and hard-nosed, and they just keep pounding away like a heavyweight boxer. You know, Florida thought they were winning that game yesterday. They just didn't realize they were taking these big body blows until the game was over, and then Kentucky was, you know, standing over them victorious. Uh, LSU, they, they could not run on Auburn yesterday. I think they had like 33 yards or something. They are not going to run on Kentucky. Now, don't be uh, worried if, if you saw that Kentucky gave up 171 rushing yards to Florida. 88 of those yards were the quarterbacks. Uh, LSU's quarterback is not going to run for 88 yards on Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky's just a great team. Yeah, Max Johnson's just not going to do that. Kentucky's just a, a solid, great team. I, I really like what they're doing. When it opened minus one, I, I'm thinking, gee, I, 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 they just have to win the game? Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And now it's three. We'll, we'll see how that goes for the rest of the week. Uh, you also played Coastal. Uh, Dan Saley also played Coastal Carolina minus 17 over Arkansas State. That game is on, I believe, Thursday night. Is that right? Mm-hmm. October 7th? Yeah, it's one of the first um, games on the rotation. Yep. game really didn't. Uh, right now it's 17 at Circus. So let's talk about these two Big Ten games. You played Ohio State. You laid 21 against Maryland. And Iowa, you played at Pickham against Penn State in the battle of top five teams in the Big Ten in Iowa City. Dan, we see now Iowa a two-and-a-half-point favorite. DraftKings has three. When you bet Iowa a pick, would you consider playing back uh, Penn State at plus three, or how, how, what are you looking to uh, do in the Penn State-Iowa game? I would certainly look and consider taking Penn State at three. This is an intriguing matchup. You know, Iowa's actually had a lot of trouble over the years against Penn State, except last year when Iowa won 41-21. to But that's just it. Iowa has won 11 games in a row now, and they have dominated their opponents. You know, some people say Iowa's lucky benefiting from, you know, 15 turnovers this year. But at some point, it isn't luck. It's, it's players putting themselves in a position to get those takeaways. I mean, they had 12 interceptions already. Penn State, easy winner for me yesterday. They are a really solid team. But Iowa has played better quarterbacks than Penn State this year, and they have shut them down. I thought Pickham was a really good play for Iowa at home. Mm-hmm. But Penn State is a upper-tier team. So you're right. If that goes to three, Especially if it goes to three and a half, I, I can't help but buy some back there and hope to get some sort of middle right there with uh, Iowa winning uh, by three or something. That would be great. At, at Bad Beat Bros up on Twitter, Dan, we're up against it, but it's always good to talk to you, man. Thanks a lot. Have a good one, boys. Yep, you got it, man. Dan Saylor, Bad Beat Bros up on Twitter. All right, come back, wrap up college football, National Football League. It's the opening line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. 
Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey man, you need to make some smart bets. You need all the information out there. So before you make your next bet, Visit vcin.com. Check the current betting splits data. Another way, VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check it out today. Betting splits for every game at vcin.com. So, we were rolling through the look ahead line, or the, excuse me, the, uh, the week ahead for the National Football League humans. Let's clean these up really quickly before we get to the rest of the mm-hmm. college slate because there are some games we haven't really touched on at length. We didn't get to get into detail on this one, so let's revisit it one more time. Denver, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, one point favorite in some spots, pick and others with a total of 40 and a half. The question here, of course, it's all about the quarterback. It's all about whether or not it's going to be Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater getting the start. Bridgewater knocked out of the loss against the Baltimore Ravens. But regardless, no matter who it is, this seems to be a slobber knocker, if you will, in terms of just low scoring, gritty, ugly play between these two. And by the way, I haven't seen anything. We got to check the weather because there was some inclement weather up in the northeast part of our country today. Yeah, but I think that's going to be gone by next Sunday. Okay. <clears throat> I have no idea what the weather forecast is for next week, but I would say that if you see a total of 41, I would play it under. Like you said, it looks like it's going to be a low-scoring defensive type of game. Big Ben just not hitting, uh, just not main, uh, sustaining drives or putting points on the board right now for the Steelers' offense. And, yeah, you can hit a big play occasionally, but uh, Pittsburgh is probably going to play mostly low-scoring type of games. Now, today they were on the road against the Packers, a little bit different. You're home against the Broncos, especially if you face Drew Locke, it's going to mm-hmm. be a low-scoring game. I kind of like the Steelers in this spot. I see Pickham here at Circa. I think uh, I think the Steelers close as two-point favorites or so in this game, if it's Drew Locke. If it's Teddy B, it's a little bit different story, but I like the Steelers right now. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think this <clears> might be the, the buy-low spot that you've been mm-hmm. waiting for for Pittsburgh, right? Uh, it wasn't against the Cincinnati Bengals. It was not uh, this weekend against the Green Bay Packers, so we'll see if this is going to be it. But I think that would be the case. The Steelers are not going to lose every game, right? Maybe. I don't think so. I think Steelers. their defense is good enough. <laughs> yeah. They're going to win once in a while. Uh, this is a spot where I think, especially if they catch Drew Locke, they're going to win this game. All right. How about the respect for Cincinnati? And there is some mm-hmm. here. The Green Bay Packers. Uh, so the look ahead here was three with you a total of 48 and a half. Strange about this number, three oh. and a half. This is basically the same number the Vikings were laying in Cincinnati. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. So this is some respect. So the Bengals have been upgraded is yep. what we're saying, too. It's I, I think the Bengals' power rating has been uh, bumped up at least a point and a half or two points. And well, and it's interesting because 
They didn't cover against Jacksonville, and at times didn't really look great. Right. And it does seem that the Green Bay Packers are starting to find their stride, especially on the offensive end with Aaron Rodgers uh, and his weapons. It's pretty fascinating. Now, look, Jair Alexander got knocked out of this game today. Preston Smith as well. So there's some injuries on an already somewhat poor defense for the Green Bay Packers. you got to keep an eye on that. But you said it already. This has been a team that has been upgraded from a power rating perspective, and at least from an offensive perspective, Joe Burrow looks comfortable. The knee, in terms of him healing and coming back strong, has not been hampering him in any way whatsoever. And this offensive line has been passable. Now, here's the thing about that offensive line. You could get Zedaria Smith back here for the Green Bay Packers. This would be the week he's eligible to come off of IR. Mm-hmm. If they get him, that's a pretty big difference. But nonetheless, the market has some respect here for Cincinnati. Well, I think the bottom line is you got to make the Packers at least a field goal favorite. Right. At Cincinnati, and uh, probably a little bit more. So this number three and a half or four could could even be the right number. Next up on the list in the rotation, New England on the road against the Houston Texans. New England falls short today. Missed kick at the end on a, I think, a questionable 56-yard field goal attempt on a fourth and three. In the rain. Probably could have gone for in it. In the yep. rain, 56 yards off the left upright. Nick Folk, actually a great kick, considering the uh, the weather conditions. Vinatieri. Bill Belichick. Should have gone for it. I, I think I'm fourth and three. You have to go for it there, and he's going to be second-guessed. Yeah, uh, Bill Belichick might be the greatest of all time, but even the greatest can be second-guessed once in a while. Right? Well, uh, you would hope that he's not going to have to be in a situation where he's second-guessed against Davis Mills, who looks like one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the National Football if League. If this game goes down to the wire, something's gone terribly wrong for the Patriots. Yep. Yeah. Look ahead, seven and a half. Now we're nine and a half with a total of 40 here. And New England, by the way, on the road. I don't think the Patriots are in that class yet where they can be double-digit favorites on the road yep. uh, because what were they laying against the Jets a couple weeks ago? Six, five and a half, six? Yeah. Uh, so he so ended up closing five and a half, yep. The, the thing with um, the Texans right now, Davis Mills, that quarterback, averaging four and a half points a game. And uh, you just are going to have a hard time getting any betters to want to buy on the Texans. Uh, I think the Patriots are up against that ceiling uh, where they have to be right now is nine and a half point road favorites. You know, and it's a simple exercise. And let's say you give a point and a half for home field there for Houston, right? Do they really deserve the point? And a half? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. say you, but like, so the Jets would be around the touchdown favorite over Houston <laughs> on a neutral, huh? Pretty fascinating. All right, from there uh, we go to Chicago, who is going to be on the road against the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders four and a half with a total of forty-five. Now, of course, we will see the Raiders tomorrow, and we'll see how they perform. If they blow out their Chargers, well, you probably expect this to. Definitely head north past blow that four and a half. That's an if. Um, Chicago, what do we expect here? Justin Fields, saw the highs, saw the lows, still looks like the exact same quarterback. Question is, can the Raiders actually pressure him and force him into stakes? They have shown early that they could take advantage of bad offensive line. You know, the Bears are going to have, actually have a lot of fan support in Vegas for this game. Yeah. One of the fan bases, that, uh, got, a lot of Chicago fans live out here. And uh, the Bears will have a, a pretty loud contingent. I don't know if that's going to help Justin Fields in the offense move down the field. I think the right number here is Raiders minus five as we uh, wait to see what happens on Monday night. But I think the Raiders actually merit being strong five-point favorites. It's tough to bet against the Bears. Right now, I'm looking to fade the Bears. Uh, I I don't have any faith in uh, Matt Nagy and this offense to be able to produce on a consistent basis. And if the Bears' defense starts to get banged up, watch out. Then things are going to go south. Do you have faith in the Cleveland Browns being – one-point favorites on the road against the Chargers? I know we haven't seen the Chargers play, but that's the number we're looking at right now. Cleveland laying that. Yeah, it, it, if you bet this tonight and take Chargers plus one that's out there, you, you certainly hope Justin Herbert doesn't get hurt Monday night. Yeah. But I, I believe no matter what happens Monday night, the Chargers deserve to be home favorites over the 
over the Browns. And if they're not, that's okay with me. I'll take Chargers plus one. And in fact, you could tease that up to plus seven or seven and a half. That number stays there. And I think that'd be a pretty good play. I actually, on this game, I thought the Chargers would be one or one and a half point favorites. Right now, it's pick them. A couple spots have Browns minus one. I remember Jedrick Wills, ankle injury, left tackle for the Cleveland Browns, um, is injured. So we'll see if that's going to be the case if he's not going to be available. Giants on the road against the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys, seven and a half with a total of 50 and a half. Uh, I think we, we talked about this, right? You and I kind of maybe coming along uh, with the Dallas Cowboys in terms of how good they could be in the big picture. But I do think the market might have to start showing some respect to the New York Giants as well. Well, I, I think the market did show some respect to the Giants today in yes, the game in New Orleans because there was some sharp money that showed on the Giants' side. And uh, you could see that number dropping slowly uh, this week towards seven. I wouldn't be surprised if this number moves to eight. There's a lot of... Uh, Hey, I'm starting to believe Dallas is a real deal. I think the defense has improved. Dak is playing at a really high level right now. That offense is so tough to stop. But I'll tell you this. Uh, you and I were talking about Daniel Jones. I still think he's capable. Uh, he's been uh, hamstrung by some issues. Hey, they had two of their top receivers. Slayton and Shepard were yep. out today. And the Giants still pulled off what they did in New Orleans. If this number gets to eight, I might even take seven and a half. But I'll, I'll, I'll take seven and a half or eight with the Giants. The other quarterback injury news, of course, is Jimmy Garoppolo, who's out with a calf injury. Doesn't sound serious. We don't know his status for next week. Trey Lance would be penciled in to get the start. Didn't look great in the second half, but again, a week of game planning around Trey Lance could provide some different results there. Arizona, four after the big win over the Los Angeles Rams with a total of 53.5. Well, the San Francisco defense had a tough time today with Russell Wilson. Now you face Kyler Murray, so it doesn't get really any easier. I wonder at what point the hype on the Cardinals is going to get to be so much that you look at these lines and say, well, now we've reached the point of inflation yeah. on the Cardinals. Uh, I don't think four is really the point of inflation, maybe four and a half but or five. I, I think uh, you can make a strong case here for the Cardinals. I think Circa right now has this number of four, right? Yes. Okay. Our graphics show them five and a half. But I, I think, think that might be DraftKings. Don't quote me on that. Is that DraftKings' mm -hmm. number? Okay. All right, it is. And uh, Circa has got this a four, which I believe is the right number. I, I, I think Arizona four. Yeah, that's the DraftKings number right there. We'll see if that's even accurate. But regardless, that's a pretty, pretty, pretty big discrepancy from the main market as opposed to what DraftKings has up there. Buffalo, Kansas City, Chiefs three with a total of 56, 56 and a half, or 57. So anywhere around that total, you should be able to get it. First big test for the Bills. They have not faced really anybody of merit outside of maybe the Steelers, and that's just defensively. Right. And now this is the Kansas City Chiefs in that offense. Well, to me, I, the Chiefs are cheap here at minus three. You're not going to see KC minus three. Jeff Benson from Circa talked about this in the first hour with us. He thought this price was cheap on the Chiefs, mm -hmm. too. And uh, say that ten times real fast. Price is cheap on the Chiefs. Price is cheap on the Chiefs. I'm going to lay the three here. I think this number goes to three and a half during the week. And um, Josh Allen, I still don't believe, can trade shots with Patrick Mahomes. I do not either. Not in the same league as you put it, and I agree. And last but not least, Colts, seven-point underdog on the road against the Baltimore Ravens after getting their first win of the season. Yeah, not a whole lot to say about this. I have a lot of respect for the Ravens. Who knows? The Colts were pretty impressive today, but yep. I think the right number in this game is seven. You get decent two-way action at seven. You get a lot of teaser play on the Ravens. I thought it was the Jacoby Brissett revenge game. No, 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 no. The Colts revenge uh, or something. All right, we're all done. Appreciate it. Beeson.com slash podcast. Humans now will be back on tomorrow at the Edge, 1 p.m. Pacific time. See you then.
we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.